It's news to us. We're live on AW Radio. It's the week of August 22nd, 2022. Hey, it's Eddie here. Jason is uh, here as well. Yo, what's up? Yes, a, another week of, of news to talk about on It's News to Us. Did you know there's another podcast that stole our name? No. Yeah, I saw that uh, there's another show called It's News to Us that popped up just a few months ago. And mm. uh, they are a show on Odyssey, and they originate from some radio station somewhere. I don't know where, but uh, unoriginal bastards. And they'll be hearing from my lawyer immediately. But like, what jerks? You know, we're, we're clearly we have the domain, we have the socials. Like, what? What stupid idiots? Hmm. Trying to ride on our coattails, huh, Eddie? Yeah, but don't you think that's, that's dumb? Like, why would you not? I mean, when when the name for this show was picked, I went out of my way to make sure that we could get the domain. It's news to us. We could get the Twitter handle, the Instagram, everything. And All the things. Yeah. These idiots, they're like, oh, this is how to make a podcast called new stuff. I'm not going to check anything. Mm, amateurs. Amateurs. But do you feel flattered? No, I just think they're stupid is what I think. I'm not flattered at all. I don't even <laughs> think that I don't even know that they realize that we exist, which is really uh, bad on their part. Like if you're going to start I mean, a they podcast, have to, though. Well, I don't think they do, because like I said, it originates from some radio station and I kind of feel like they're asleep at the wheel or maybe they're uh, just now getting into podcasting, not understanding how it works. Or something, you know? Maybe they're fans. Maybe they're fans of our show. I highly doubt it. Why would you do that? I'm gonna. I'm a fan of uh, Breaking Bad, so I'm going to start my own TV show called Breaking Bad. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like movies, right? Like, I always think of, like, Armageddon and Deep Impact. They come out the same year, and they're basically the same story, that's, right? Like, that's a stretch of an thing. analogy there. Uh, I, why are you defending them? I, I'm un, I'm kind of baffled. Like you're trying to create excuses. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. I feel like maybe we should call into their show and like, um, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, we should. We Do you know should. what you're doing? Yeah, but of course, uh, have you listened to it though? No, I refuse. I don't listen to any show called "It's News <laughs> to Us." I I won't do it. <laughs> Even this one. Yeah. So, uh, oh, but first no. and foremost, we are a radio show. We're live on Adobe radio, of course, and a lot to get to. We're going to do a news roundup, including a story about former Trump executive and CFO chief financial officer. That means he's the money guy, Alan Weisselberg. He recently pled guilty to 15 separate charges, including grand larceny and criminal tax fraud. So this is not looking good for DJT, right, Jason? It's not looking good for uh, the Trump organization, that's for sure. But DJT, yet to be seen. Let's see what and welcome to the United States of America. Global women, radio exercise, imperialistic wrongs, and animal rights news. IW Radio. It's news to us. That's right. It's news to us. Coming to you from the Excellence and Broadcasting Center. <laughs> oh so no! You're, you're on OP your way. Your favorite. <laughs> yeah. 
You're on your way to go visit our old uh, co-host, Chris. Well, I'm not on my way, but I will be leaving after the show to go see Chris, who is in town visiting. I would call that on your way if you're going to be leaving in like less than an hour. You're you're gearing up. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's interesting is like yeah. we're all over the country. Like you're not here. I'm yeah. You know, I'm you're currently in Los Angeles. Jason's in Denver. Chris is in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Jason. And so we're all over the place. Chris had to step down from his role for a little while because of uh, a reason why he didn't, he didn't want us to share it yet on the air. So uh, ask yeah. him when he's coming back. See if you can get I that will ask him. Yeah. I, I, I spoke to him earlier and he's like, um, have a great show. So I'll uh, pass that message to you, Eddie. Uh, well, Let's thanks. have a great show. Thanks, Chris. We're going to try to have a great show. We're going to every show is a great show, Eddie. Yeah. What is he talking about? <laughs> uh, all right. That'll be fun. I'll have to go see Chris because he's not uh, in Denver very often. So, uh, yeah, say hi. Uh, you recently, uh, yeah, over the I, weekend, you went to a rodeo, I understand. I did go to a rodeo. This is what yes, my sources yeah. are telling me. Your source was me. Yeah. Oh, there's a picture. Yeah. Oh, yeah picture there. of the rodeo. Yeah. So you uh, texted me this photo. We're looking at a picture now that Jason texted me over the weekend. Uh, I have to say, it looks kind of like when you sent this to me, it looks fun, but also kind of depressing. It's like a sad looking rodeo. There's hardly anybody there. Uh, well, I was, I was, I just took a picture of like the stadium or the arena that we were in. But if I gave you the other picture, the other side, that's where the action was happening. Oh, you know what? I did not receive that. Oh, I only got one picture from you. Yeah. Yeah, so mm. so going to a rodeo though, like we're we're saying it like it's something you do all the time, but uh, this is not this is weird for you to go to a rodeo. It's different. It's different. It's not weird. I've been to rodeos in the past. Um, it's not your first rodeo. I, huh? It's not my first rodeo. You forgot but, to you know, say that. Oper- oh, <laughs> I was setting you up on my game. Ah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fun. You know, like. It's kind of it, yeah. It's a it's a good time. It's not something I like love, but I enjoy them occasionally every couple of years. Okay, well, what is it like? I have no idea. Like you just so you see, you've never been to a rodeo, no. Oh, well, you just uh, yeah, it's you know you just see um, you know different uh, different sports. Bull. We saw bull riding um, where a man gets on top of a bull and uh, the bull is trying to buck him off. Or throw him off. I don't know if you say buck since it's not a horse, but anyway. Um, and yeah, I saw a guy kind of get trampled. Uh, the bull like got him off mm. and then stepped on him, and like it looked painful. Did the crowd go? Oh, yeah. I mean, the bull riders. I mean, this was like kind of a small event, but um, I mean, they weren't. Yeah, I've been to like the national national Western Stock Show where it's like professional bull riders. Mm-hmm. And they stay on a lot longer. These guys, I mean, they were getting thrown off left and right. But yeah, the one, I mean, he like hobbled away. Like, uh, I mean, imagine a bull stepping down on your body somewhere. Like, ow. Yeah, that sounds horrible. No, thank you. Do you know how, do you know why bulls, um, why they do bull riding or how they get the bulls to try to throw people off of them? They poke them, right? With a hot poker. No, I, well, that, and I think, well, they also, there's, 
might be a little too much color, but I think they like tie up their testicles. Too much color. <laughs> what do you mean by that? They're bl- they're blue. I- so the testicles turn blue. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, it's just kind of gross, right? Like they like. Oh, yeah. That no, no wonder the bull wants to throw them off, right? Like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being, yeah. So, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, they do. They do tie the testicles of the bull, so the bull's agitated, and then they put a guy on there. Right. And that's just horrible. Like, good luck, I, buddy. I go to something like good that. Luck. Part of the reason why I haven't been to something like that is like it, I. It just seems like animal abuse. I don't know. I mean, well, it maybe. just doesn't seem fun to me. Uh, I mean, it's fun. We saw, we saw some barrel racing. Um, so, you know, uh, people riding horses and they have to, you know, do an obstacle, basically obstacle course. Uh, it's fun. It's cool. I like it. I mean, did they but have enjoy uh, that? Right? Did they have Coors Light? No beer. No beer. I didn't see anyone drinking. No beer. Yeah. Yeah, but you know those people are smuggling flasks in their underwear or something weird. Mm. Don't you think? Uh, well, I didn't. Uh, most people probably I assume were. there would have been beer there, you know? I assume, but, too. You know, yeah. I had fun. It was a good time. It was good. I enjoy it. Cool. All right. Well, um, yeah. can I tell you a secret, Eddie? And I'm going to tell everyone that's listening and yeah. will listen. If... I could have. I've, I've kind of. I wouldn't say I admire, but I think it would be really cool to be a cowboy. What's stopping you? I mean, you put on a hat and boots. No, who's going to question <laughs> you're you? You're done. You're you're out there. I mean, who's going to question you and, and come up to you in the grocery store or wherever you you are and say that guy's not no, a cowboy? Not, no, 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 no. I don't want to be a fa- I, like a real like. I think it would be fun to like just be out somewhere like on a ranch and just working like fucking hard work you know but like out there just doing your thing i think it would have been fun uh, get out there and do it then why not i'm sure actually that's a dying so, industry like th- they're having a hard time finding people like that yeah so there's a lot of opportunity yeah. there go for it why not all right yeah, uh dirty deets enough. why don't we talk about that weisselberg story for a, a, a dirty deets and then we have a news roundup we'll get to as many stories as we possibly can it's news to us the dirty deets an in-depth look at this week's most important stories okay weiselberg this this guy um i think we did did we do a, like a whole profile on him or something i know at some point we went into depth with Alan Weisselberg uh, toward the beginning of the Trump administration, right? Yeah, we did. So when yeah. um, investigations uh, broke out over the Trump organization and Weisselberg was um, charged, uh, yeah, we did a deep dive into Alan Weisselberg and all his nefarious business interactions. What do you remember from that? So I remember that. So he is the CFO of Trump org, the chief financial officer is what that stands for. So this guy knows where all the money is going. He knows where all the bodies are buried, but also wasn't there something else going on with this guy? Wasn't he really influential in in, uh, DJT's life? Well, he signed. Yeah. And I mean, he was like the closest confidant to DJT. Um, I think he worked for DJT's father as well. That's what it was, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he was the one who signed off on a lot of these transactions. And uh, with Michael Cohen's test of, uh, 
testifying in front of Congress or testimony, you know, they talked about how they would, um, they would have, you know, manipulate the numbers, right. To make business, you know, their properties look like they hold, held more value when being evaluated by banks. And then they would have manipulate the, the, the dollar amounts to reduce their value for tax purposes. And that, that is one of the things that Weisselberg has pled guilty to was criminal tax fraud. Okay. And this trial just took place. Uh, Weiselberg pleaded guilty to 15 separate charges, including grand larceny and criminal tax fraud and an indictment filed in New York state Supreme court. Uh, he admitted to what authorities described as a 15 year tax evasion scheme uh, for Trump war. Right? So this is, uh, so at what point does Trump himself get implicated in all this? Cause this is the CFO, the chief financial officer, Trump, the CEO, he's the one ultimately in charge as the chief executive and Alan works under him. So how come the walls aren't closing in on uh Cheeto man? In this case. Well, interesting. Yeah. So Weisselberg, you know, authorities and investigators um, were trying to flip, uh, get him to cooperate and flip on DJT. And he's flat out refused um, over the course of this investigation. So what's making his plea deal unique is that it's not a cooperation deal with federal investigators or with state investigators. It's a plea deal with one of the parts to the plea deal is that he will not be sentenced until after the Trump organization's uh, trial, which is uh, due in October. So after that, uh, Weisselberg will be um, sentenced. But part of his uh, deal agreement is that he needs to be truthful in his testimony uh, in that Trump organization trial. So if prosecutors believe mm. that he is not being truthful or if they can prove that he is not being truthful, then there, his plea deal agreement goes away. So while technically he's not uh, a cooperating, you know, witness or witness, I guess you would say, or, you know, hasn't signed that cooperation agreement, um, he has a lot to lose. So if he does not cooperate or if he, you know, goes back on this plea deal, he can be facing up to 15 years in Rikers. Oh, wow. Which is not a fun place to be from what I've gathered through my so extensive research. They have a lot of leverage over this guy, and he also has a lot of valuable information, apparently, that uh, federal yeah, but it, or New York uh, is looking into. What? Well, it's interesting that he wouldn't flip outright on Trump, right? So investigators were trying and trying and trying. Like, they've been negotiating with this man for a long time, and he just wouldn't do it. But he made this plea deal with the caveat that, you know, he has to be truthful in his testimony. Well, yeah, he, he, he was seen, you know, the New York Times is reporting after he signed that plea deal agreement that uh, they had a birthday party at the Trump Tower for Weisselberg. So <laughs> it's a little fishy, right? The Trump organization held a birthday party for Weisselberg the same day that this plea deal agreement was signed that's a that's a mafia tactic don't you think like i it doesn't it doesn't 
you know, no, I don't feel all that great about it I, now. I think it was to intimidate Weisselberg, don't you think? Like, uh, happy birthday. Then they give him a firm handshake and say, like, you better do the right thing. Sort of a thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, like, you, you're not wrong there. That's what I feel like it is. You know, you, you, you invite him over for his birthday with a birthday cake and you bring him in there and he thinks he's going to get a clown blowing party balloons <laughs> And then he gets taken in the corner and, uh, you know, threatened. They, uh, yeah, they grab his, right, him. grab his right nut and tell him, uh, you better do the right thing. Wisey bulger, burger, bog. So <laughs> anyways, it's, if he uh, does, if he does fall, yeah. if he does follow through with his testimony and he prosecutors believe that he's being truthful and, gave all the information that he knows and that they can prove, then he'll, his plea deal agreement is for him to spend five months at Rikers and then uh, five years probation. But if he, if they find that he's not being truthful or forthcoming with the information that he has or knows, then that goes away and he goes 15 years. All right. It's uh, also interesting yeah. to know that uh, he was not granted immunity from any other future cases or crimes, which in a normal cooperation agreement, that would n normally be uh, negotiated in the agreement. Okay. But he, he has no such uh, immunity. So what, yeah, do you he's, think, uh, what, is, what does that signify, do you think? He's got a lot writing on his testimony and if he like withholds anything or if more things are un uh, uncovered he's uh he's gonna be in hot water is what i'm saying all right now we'll keep an eye on that story that one is developing and a uh, big development overall as far as uh maybe holding that guy accountable at some point for something who knows uh something's got to happen Something, right? Well, I mean, don't, I don't hold your breath, though. It, it's like, unprecedented to see somebody break the law so much in the open and then never have any consequence. And there has something has to get this guy. And I, I think it's going to be the money uh, trail that's going to get him somehow or another. But uh, that's your bet. The money is is what you're putting your your money on, right? The money angle money. And all, but, you know, with this uh, Mar-a-Lago raid that we talked about last week there's also a lot there that could implicate the orange bastard as well so we'll i mean we'll keep an eye on it uh all right uh, a few stories here in the news roundup i'm gonna play our little news roundup thing jason i don't think you can hear it though but news roundup it's news to us news roundup Yeah, I don't think people on the video stream could hear that, but it went uh, news roundup. Yeehaw. Okay, there you go. Now you know everybody's on the <laughs> same page. Yeehaw. Oh, uh, you know, uh, with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, a lot of horror stories coming out. And this is why abortion should be legal in the United States for many reasons. But here's an example a woman is going to be forced to give birth to a headless baby because of an abortion ban. Her home state of Louisiana is forcing her to carry out the pregnancy to term or go out of state for the abortion. So she has that option. At least she can because, you know, in some states, they're trying to keep folks, uh, ladies, I should say, not even folks, ladies, uh, in the state 
They can't travel out of the state for an abortion. That's illegal. But apparently in Louisiana, she's welcome to go somewhere else for an abortion. But uh, yeah, this uh, the, the ban in Louisiana, the state of Louisiana, it does not have exceptions for abortions in the case of rape or incest. And there's only abortions are only permitted to quote, prevent the death or substantial risk of death due to a physical condition or to prevent the serious permanent impairment of a life sustaining organ of a pregnant woman. So uh, nothing there says that, uh, she'd be allowed to have an abortion because she would be delivering a headless baby. So the state of Louisiana, what about, well, yeah, sorry. No, well, just, uh, I mean, the, summing it up, the state the, of Louisiana wants her to give birth to a headless child. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt there. No, but, that's, that's um, it. I mean, yeah. So it says impairment or a life sustaining organ or permanent impairment of a life-sustaining organ of a pregnant woman. What about the child, right? Like, it doesn't have a head. They don't care about that. Because you're, wow. you're, you're murdering That's a headless so... baby. <laughs> I don't... It, How does that... I've never even heard of a headless baby, like, being a thing. No, this is actually have something... You? Yeah, this is pretty common. This is... A, is a it re- pretty common? Yeah. Yeah, birth defects. Wow. Birth defects in general are common, and this is not unheard of. This is something that right. happens. Okay. And well, I mean, I've heard of birth defects, but not headless. Well, you like put, no brain, like nothing. No head. It's just a torso, no, no head. head. And uh, the wacko right Republicans are like, no, you need to carry that to term. So she has to go through a full pregnancy and the pain of childbirth, or go out of state to get an abortion legally. In Which a I, state I hope that it's legal. In. I hope she not only goes out of state, but I hope she goes out of state and never returns because that's bullshit. F you, that Louisiana. F you, Louisiana. You know what's interesting, and it's a little bit of a side, yeah, side topic. But like, how businesses are stepping up and like supporting their employees, right? Like, oh, I, yeah. I was just reading earlier today, like Walmart is assisting employees, like if they need access to this type of service, they will help up to a certain dollar amount where allow their employees to go to another state to access this care. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, cool. it's a long list. Like there's a lot of businesses stepping up and doing that. It's right. just interesting to me that the private sector is stepping up to do this, whereas states are failing, right? Uh, it's the Supreme Court that failed. It's, I mean, the failure is uh, not in the state level, in my opinion. It's uh, with the election of Donald J. Trump and then the appointee appointment of the Supreme Court justices who are wackos. I mean, and that's, that, that's fair. a failure of the Electoral College. If you want to keep going back, because Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Fair. That's fair. Well, you could go back to the founding fathers then, and when they wrote the constitution bunch of failures you wanted to go back that bunch of failures <laughs> do better yeah do better next time guys what the hell's wrong yeah. with that but here's some but state yeah. i mean that there's states that are that are you know that have are pushing this not all states but a lot of states are doing this i think three more are slated to implement an abortion ban in the next week or two um not all states are doing it though so i to me it's more at a state level Yes, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, 
but you know, it's the states that are. I think the states have. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I think it needs to start from the ground up and then work your way to the top. I guess is what my point. That's what happened already, and level. that's why we had Roe v. Wade. That's already been done, and then we got wackos who went in there and overturned Roe v. Wade, not paying any attention to any uh, sort of uh, precedent in the law. So. What you're describing has already happened 50 years ago. They set us back 50 years. So why do we have to do it again? Because some religious wackos got seats on the Supreme Court. Or um, maybe maybe people are should move from, um, you know, from those states and really trash their economy. I mean, maybe at this point should. I, I would agree. But people in Kansas, here's a, a story that's not as depressing. People in Kansas don't want to move. And, you know, by the way, the overturning Roe v. Wade, wildly unpopular in the United States, the majority, the vast majority of Americans do not agree with it. And Kansas put it on their ballot to uh, protect abortion rights. And, uh, well, it passed with like in a Kansas conservative state This passed with a a huge, huge, overwhelming uh, majority of of the population saying that they want to protect abortion rights in the state of Kansas. And of course, as soon as that, uh, those results were made public and, uh, the, the GOP is like, Oh no, there must be something going uh, weird here. Uh, there's a fraud. Let's recount by hand. So they recounted over the weekend. And, uh, when they recounted, they actually found more votes for yes. And what's also interesting, Eddie, I don't know if you saw that, uh, this next part, but do you know how much that recount cost it, the the people petitioning for a recount? Do you know how much that cost them? No. Over $120,000. <laughs> of <to> course. That. <laughs> like what? What's wrong? And, and, and it was like something like 65% of the voters in a conservative state said, yes, protect abortion. And also they made it very confusing on the ballot too. It was like something like you vote no, and then you're protecting abortion rights. Like the way they worded it, of course, they make it confusing. Right. But there was enough people. They always uh, do. Yeah. But there was enough people out there educating the public and the message got through. So uh, good on you, Kansas. Congratulations. I hope the rest of uh, the country does that. I hope we see more of that. Uh, there's a story here about, uh, Dennis Rodman. I don't know. I, well, let's get to some of your stories though. What yeah. else, what else um, is going on so in this roundup? Yeah. Here in our home state. Interesting. Um, Colorado state Senator Kevin Priola, uh, announced today, Monday, while we're doing the show live, that he is switching his party affiliation from Republican to Democrat. And he's severing all ties with GOP leaders who continue to support DJT's baseless election fraud claims. He, quote, says, I cannot continue to be a part of of a political party that is okay with a violent attempt to overturn a free and fair election and continues to peddle claims that the 2020 election was stolen. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think this guy is just an opportunist? Do you think uh, he's genuine or he probably, my opinion is that he sees the writing on the wall, especially in Colorado, a very blue state. And what he's doing is too little too late. Uh, Maybe he should have done this mm, January 7th. I don't know. Mm. (laughs) I mean, 
Yeah. I, I don't think, I think it is genuine. I think what, so he, he claimed two things that he doesn't agree with the party. And I think the, the insurrection was the number one contributing factor. But he also says that denying climate change is just so dumb. Like, you cannot deny climate change. It's happening, right? Like, there's a report out that the glaciers in Europe this summer have melted faster than any other time on record. Like, well, this is happening. It's happening quick. Like, things are, are getting out of control. So he, he listed those two things. But he also said that he still supports abortion bans and he still supports guns so to me i feel like he might be genuine that you know these two things are bigger to him than the other items and like he won't align with the democratic party and i'm not saying he's going to be a liberal but he's just going to caucus as a dem with the democrat party going forward he's going to caucus he's, he's going to caucus block us like joe manchin will probably be like one of those a-holes possibly but uh, it is state senator. He's not up for re-election for another two years. So, you know, it's uh, it's interesting because, you know, as we saw last week, Liz Cheney lost her bid for the Republican nomination for her seat, and she lost to a Trumper. Well, um, let's also follow the money with this guy because, you know, the um, Inflation Reduction Act was just passed, and a lot of money is going into renewable energy over the next decade, couple decades. And maybe his uh, big oil coffers are drying up there. I think this guy's an opportunist. He's, I don't, I don't trust him at all. Um, but it's it's interesting, uh, but also, mm, I I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Wait, which? Well, okay, so let me ask you this question: Are there politicians you do trust? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't trust any of them. Do you? I don't think so. We this, should. Is, this is ab right. Isn't that sad? Right. Like, if you think about it, like, and you really think, like, do you trust a politician? Like, yeah. Like, can you? I don't know. Like, you shouldn't, shouldn't we have people in office that we we trust. I don't think we can because of the fact that every politician is bought by uh, private donors and big corporations that we do not know about. So with Citizens United passing a while back, which we should probably do a show on because um, it's like hmm. the detriment to yeah. our, our political uh, dark climate. money is dark like, money. All yeah, that. dark money is yeah interjected throughout the political system, both sides, right? Like, oh yeah, you know, it, and and Nancy Pelosi. I mean, like, I don't, I don't trust fair. her either. Like, this is to be fair. Like, uh, she ha had some crazy stuff going on with stocks recently. I think that they're all they're all corrupt. They're all up to something nefarious. But I will say this: you know, it's not both sides are the same because. There is one side that wants fascism. There's another side that pretends to want democracy. <laughs> so uh, I'll I'll go for the side that's not pushing fasc fascism as of now. And then Agreed. you know that that's all I have to say is democracy is important. And there was a recent poll that came out that said for voters going into the 2022 midterms, 
the most important thing on their minds is no longer the economy. That used to be the, the hot button issue, but now it's protecting democracy. So people are waking up to this, and that is the number one concern for voters in 2022. Imagine that in America. Yeah. I never thought that that would be something getting people to the polls, protecting democracy, something that we've taken for granted our entire lives. People are afraid of losing and everybody should be afraid of losing democracy. I mean, that's true. And uh, even Mitch McConnell, like here in the recent days is trying to curb the expectations of what's going to happen in this midterms for the GOP. And that's really ignited a, you know, a, a backlash from DJT on his, whatever he does. Yeah. So was, um, I mean, and, like, you know, it, he's posting about how McConnell's, uh, you know, uh, a spineless punk or something, something Mitch McConnell. Yeah. So, so what is, uh, the turtle? So originally they were saying that the 2022 midterms would be a blowout for the Republican party, but now, uh, it's looking like it's going to be a fight in the Senate and possibly the Democrats taking the Senate, but the, uh, uh, but Congress is looking, uh, Still not great for the Republicans. I mean, the, the Democrats, but uh, maybe yeah. maybe it won't be a blowout and maybe it'll be pretty close. Maybe somehow Democrats will hold on to their majority because the Republicans are really messing up left and right lately, pissing off a lot of people on both sides. Yeah, Biden just uh, they just passed those huge, you know, economic packages. Yeah. Uh, in the, the climate change package, like they're combating inflation uh, jobs reports. I mean, unemployment's down. Incredible, right? I mean, like, we have less people unemployed. Three point four percent. Yeah, unemployment hasn't been this low in fifty years, apparently. So, no. the inflation hasn't been this high in fifty years, but they're combating it. I think more people have more money in their pockets. It's just you know you have to choose more wisely in where you're spending that money, right? Yeah, there's still a lot of problems uh, that need to be addressed. And also wages are low and stagnant and CEO pays out of control. But I mean, you can only tackle so much at a time. Uh, but uh, yeah, but it's progressing. You know, um, I think the July housing report, it said housing prices were down 6%. So that looks like that might be going into a recession as well. I mean, things are... I mean, it's yeah. Housing market's so complex, not looking good, right? No, no, I mean, no, I mean, the housing market is pulling back because interest rates are high, and that was the point to get people. Yeah, uh, right. But, uh, as far as people being able to afford homes, I guess later at some point this month or early next, there's supposed to be an announcement regarding student loan debt, and there's a lot of speculation that there's going to be a massive forgiveness of some sort, which would inject a lot into the economy and uh, not necessarily make it easier for people to afford homes, but maybe for some, you never know, uh, which would be a huge win for the country and Democrats. If they are able to pull off some sort of a student loan forgiveness before the midterm, it's not full. It's not the full student. Yeah. So the announcements are, are supposed to come out in the next uh, week or two before August 31st. Cause that's when the deferment for student loans ends. Right. Um, I think the administration right now is looking to forgive up to $10,000 per borrower. If you make less than 120 or $150,000 a year. 
So if you make more than that, your loan will not be forgiven up to $10,000. So it's not wiping away your full amount. It's just helping, um, helping reduce that payment repayment, but that will be coming back. It sounds like unless they defer it once again, which they've done four times previously since COVID hit the country. Um, but it sounds like, it sounds like the administration's going to announce that they are going to forgive $10,000 per, you know, for each person who has, you know, student loans that make less than $120,000. And I think it's going to interject like, or yeah, it's going to put it, push through like $340 million or billion dollars into the economy by doing that. But it's also, I mean, that's money that the federal reserve is not going to get back. Right. Like, so there's a catch there too, right? Well, like, they've already got it back in interest tenfold. That's the problem is like the interest mm. is predatory. So in my opinion, they should wipe out interest and no interest going forward. And that's how you address the issue. But who am I? I'm no economist. I mean, I, I love that idea, right? Like you, you don't pay the interest. You pay the amount that you accepted. Yeah, I think so. I think right? everybody yeah. could agree on that, right? Because at this point, the yeah. the banks have made a hand over fist in interest, and then they're also going to get back what they deserve to get back. People pay back what they owe. Everybody's happy on both sides. So, uh, Joe Biden, give me a call if you need advice anytime. I'm here for you. No, we could be a. You could be an advisor, and I could be your advisor. I'd be the advisor of the advisor. Here's some advice I have for you. Whatever happened to your uh, ring light, your camera uh, light, your light on, on your uh, I didn't plug it in. <laughs> it, I guess it is getting a little lighter. It's getting yeah. a little darker now. Yeah, the time's changing. Like, yeah, we're, we're, I guess fair. the end of the summer, I'm noticing throughout the show, you're getting, uh, you're fading away. Like, you're dying slowly. Yeah. Anyways. I'm, uh, a little, I'm a little purple. Yeah. Uh, it is, it is kind of weird. Summer is coming to an end. So we have to think about lighting, you know, when we, it's, it's hard to to do this, uh, on camera, but whatever, most of our listeners are listening audio. Anyways, uh, we'll be right back on its news to us. A lot more to get to. Don't go anywhere. It's news to us. Adobe radio. It's news to us. We're live on Adobe Radio. We do have to say thank you to our sponsor. This radio show and podcast is sponsored by our good friends at BetterHelp. Uh, well, you know, uh, when, when we get uh, to the point in life where there's problems, a lot of us get stuck on uh, the problems instead of the solutions. And how might that situation go with a different mindset? It's different to trust your brain and train your brain to uh, stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life, right? Like, you get a problem, it's like, you know this all too well. We both, I think this happens to you and me. Problem happens in life, Jason, and, like, just consumed by it, and you're not thinking about a solution. You're just thinking about the problem itself, right? That's right. Like, it affects your everyday life, too, your relationships, yeah uh with family and friends and you know your work like it it can be really detrimental for your your overall being so like being able to change your mindset from focusing on your problems to finding and looking forward to finding the solutions to those problems is is huge right 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's huge. It's uh, a big thing in your life that will change the quality of your life. And a therapist can help you become a smarter problem solver. That's what it's all about. So uh, whether that's anxiety or something that went down in your life, I mean, we all we all have issues. Uh, we're all working through things constantly. Um, I know I am. Uh I won't speak for you, Jason, but, uh, you know, I know I that am. you've tried therapy and yeah, you, uh, yeah. Um, and, and I actually really do enjoy this service better help. I am a, a client. I have a therapist on there that I speak to. It's really cool. You can text, you can do video, you can phone call, uh, whatever is comfortable for you. So, uh, if it's time to restart therapy or maybe try for the first time, how about getting a little discount from it's news to us, go to betterhelpcom slash news to us today and get 10% off your first month. That's better. B E T T E R better. H E L P.com slash news to us. 10% off. What a hell of a deal. Ooh. <sighs> you know, we usually like to do those, Reads before we go and do a commercial break so I can take a second to recharge. They, they it takes so much out of me to do that. Mm. I'm exhausted. It's so important. Oh, you though, brought like, out your light. Look at that. I did. Look at me. I'm lit up again. I can see you now. Mm. I, I don't look like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jeez, uh, we have so much here. We're not going to get to all of it. How about we... Uh, Take a, a look and listen to some weird stuff that happened. A uh, let's see here. A plane crashed on the highway in Los Angeles. Did you see it? <laughs> Luckily, no. I would have been pissed if I got stuck in that traffic. As traffic is bad enough. <laughs> this happened. Uh, that's all I would be thinking. Is like really a plane crashed? <laughs> okay, just my luck. Uh, a plane crashed on a freeway near L.A. It hit the pavement, then a pickup truck, and then it went up into flames, and it was all caught oh on one of those dashboard dash cams. Uh, here's what happened. I think you might have to, to describe, give a play-by-play, -play, Jason. I don't remember if there's audio or not here. Uh, I pulled this okay. one last week, but here's what happened. All right. Well, oh, my gosh, the crap. Oh my gosh, there's a camera looking oh, backwards. Oh my gosh, the plane crashed in a ball of fire. What caused the ball of fire? The plane hits the ground in traffic. He didn't have his blinker on. Wing broke. Yeah. The plane and didn't have something his... blew up. Something blew up behind the plane. Are Was you saying the, the, the plane like... didn't have his blinker on? He wasn't signaling? Yeah, that's like, why the what crash a dick. happened. Least... Yeah, you gotta use your blinker. Right. So what blew up behind it though. Like, so the plane hits the ground, right? Hits the freeway in traffic. The plane itself doesn't blow up. Something behind it blows up like a, Oh, you know what, what it was? happened behind I, it? I think I know what happened there. So there's a fireball behind the plane. So what I would guess is the fuel tank was it burst open and the sparks lit up the fuel behind it. Oh, gotcha. I'm not Adam, yeah, Adam Savage from Mythbusters, but that's my guess. I don't know. Mm, but yeah, it's uh, you know, he merged successfully. Um, he didn't <laughs> no, he, land on that. a vehicle. He got, he, he got right in the lane, but unfortunately, there was a truck underneath, and uh, a wild situation there. You know what's even crazier about this is that uh, there were two people on the plane, 
and three in the truck underneath, and they were all unharmed. Believe oh, it or good. not. Good news. How does that That's happen? Very good. Can you imagine driving down the highway and a goddamn plane lands on your car, like, and then you walk Just away driving from along? that? I mean, do you think and you would notice a plane being too low and like, dude, that guy's way too low? Like, I don't like that. I feel like I would notice that. Then it falls on you, and then you're 15 minutes late to work and you get written up. Mm. And it could, if it was your last, you know third strike you could be fired technically right right you know also i think is interesting in la is not only do you have a dash camera for the front of your vehicle you also have to have it for the rear that's actually the camera the camera footage was from a vehicle looking backwards you haven't seen those are pretty common so they i've Hmm. seen a lot of lift drivers use them but then they like zoom out and turn it down to watch the passengers but they're not intended for that uh, they're supposed oh. to like go to your, to your back window and your front window so you can get, gotcha. you know, cause people rear end you accident. and all that. Uh, yeah. I have a dash cam, but mine only does front. I should probably get one of those, uh, that do both. I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're really half-assing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. You know, baseball season's coming to an end. Uh, it is, well, I mean, there's some time for some fall ball. Right, is that, that's what they call it, fall ball. Maybe but, uh, I don't know. A little, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm making it up. A little leaguer was uh, hit in the head by a pitch, uh, and it was all caught on on like a TV broadcast. I think this, this poor kid was, uh, you know, just trying to 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 bat up on the mound, and then uh, the the pitch was a pretty good pitch, except I mean like. Good throw, good speed, except it hit the wrong target. The guy's, the kid's head. But uh, there was some good sportsmanship in all of this. Here's what happened here. Oh, look out. Oh, no. Wow. Oh, no. So what does that mean? You have to describe. Oh, sorry. I, I, I couldn't hear anything that was happening. Yeah, my connection's getting a little um, weird right now, so I apologize. It, it's weird on your end, but uh, over the air, it's fine. Oh, okay. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't hear the setup. I just I saw that the um, there was a baseball player that was hit in the head, and he falls immediately. Um, it looked pretty rough, right? Like, that's where the, why they wear helmets, though, Eddie. Uh, right, right in the top, like at the temple, this uh, kid gets a pitch. Ooh, yeah, that does not Good look thing. fun. Oh no, it was right on the ear, right uh, on the ear piece. Uh, but it hit the helmet. It didn't hit him in the head, but or hit him directly in the head. But it it did hit his helmet. But uh, you know the, the, the great thing he about hit the this ground right away is like, so the pitcher now approaches the batter from the opposing team, and he uh, gives him a hug. Look at that. Isn't that nice? No, though the per- the guy who was hit. No, the kid that was hit stepped off the first base bag after he got up from being hit in the head with the ball and went up to the pitcher because the pitcher is on the mound, vis- visibly shaken. No, the pitcher didn't get hit. What you, no, what are you talking about? The batter got hit. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but you said the pitcher went up to give him a hug. I'm yeah. saying the batter left the first base bag and went to the pitcher. 
You got it backwards. The batter, the person who was hit in the head is the one who approached the pitcher to console him and tell him he was okay. Got it. See, you know more about sports. Ah, sports ball. You're the yeah, you're the sports ball guy on the show. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I like the sportsmanship here and uh these two kids, yeah. they're great. I think th- is this great. is the future of America. We're in good hands right there. Yeah. Right there. That was and then the whole see. team comes in. That's what it's all about. It's not about yeah. saying, oh, we lost. Well, you cheated. I'm going to sue. That That's not how it works. That's not American. That's not. Mm. That's not good sportsmanship. That's not anything that we like here in America. Yeah. I thought. I thought at least. I thought. Mm. Um, okay, quick break. We're behind on breaks. We'll come back a little bit more to get to. It's news to us on Adobe radio. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram. It's news to us everywhere. We'll be right back. It's news to us. Adobe radio. Time for a couple more stories before we wrap it up. Uh, you know, those, those doorbell dash cams, or not dash cams, the, the doorbell. <laughs> we were just talking about a dash cam. Those doorbell yeah. ring cameras. They are like a a doorbell, but also a camera. Oh, you know those? I know those. Yeah. Have you ever caught any, anything weird on yours? Um, I've caught you being a goofball. That's about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't do goof. I don't, I never, I'm never goofy. Yeah. When you, uh, ever, when you came over when we had Matt Harris, you were just like being a goofball. That's about it. Uh, but, but yeah, these things cash capture a lot of things that, uh, you otherwise wouldn't capture. And, uh, you got a phone call coming in. (laughs) Keep going. Do you want to do you want to take the call? I know. <laughs> okay. Um, what was I saying? I forgot even what we were talking about. The door. I was being funny on uh, on your camera. You were being funny is what you got from that. Okay. There is yeah. a. Uh, <laughs> so there was. Anyways, what I'm trying to get to is somebody had pizza delivered. The pizza delivery guy shows up. He drops off the pizza, but behind him, caught on the ring doorbell camera, somebody steals his car. What? Yeah, and it all happened right on camera. Here it is. Yes, sir. I appreciate it very much. All right, have a good one. Hey! Hey, my car. Hey, you stole my car. Who the my phone's in my damn car. Oh, shit. <laughs> Did y'all see the gun? Let me grab my phone. Mm. I like how the guy who ordered the pizza is like, I'm going to help you, but first I have to put the pizza somewhere where it's not going to get cold. I'm going to like go put it in the oven real quick and uh, then I'm happy to he help He did you. say he had, to grab the f- he had to grab his phone. Yeah, but in, in his mind when he said, I'm going to grab my phone, if you look at him when he says that, 
He's, uh, he's, he's so like, nonchalant. I'm gonna grab my phone. But if you if you look at the guy after he says that, he's look at him. He's more concerned about the pizza. He has to get the pizza inside and safe, safe and sound. Mm. Oh, I need to make sure that this pizza gets inside. Oh yes, that's what he's thinking right there. The pizza. I gotta, I gotta take care of my hot wings. I don't want. I don't like soggy, cold hot wings. Right. And at this point, I would be a little bit concerned if I were the guy that ordered the pizza and the delivery guy just had his car stolen. I'd be like, hmm, do I have to invite the delivery driver inside for some pizza at this point? I mean, the the (laughs) driver did say his phone was in the vehicle. Maybe they could uh, find my iPhone and track it down. Yeah, true. Hmm? 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 And pizza drivers, if you're a pizza driver and you're listening to the show, do not leave your engine running. Right? Well, when you deliver pizza, this is the lesson you learn. No, don't, so this is what they all do. I mean, this is what you're supposed to do. Don't you, do it. I mean, Domino's especially, aren't they like, if your pizza is not delivered in 30 minutes, it's free. No, I don't think that's a thing anymore, Eddie. I think that was like 20 or 30 years ago. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. Uh, you're I right. don't think it's, so. It's now 15 minutes, correct? So if if the pizza isn't delivered in 15 minutes, they castrate the delivery driver. I think is the new uh, Mm. slogan. So the guy's like, "I got." What if they get drones? If the drone does not arrive within 15 minutes, then what? You get to beat the drone with a bat. All right, but um, I don't know. It's a sucky situation and awkward. Cause then you have to. Hmm, I just I, I'm when I want when I order Domino's, it's always a last minute decision because I didn't get what I really wanted and I'm hungry. So Domino's comes, I'm starving. I'm just I want to eat, and now I have to deal with the delivery guy. He just had his car stolen. I'm a witness to a crime. I have the the ring camera. I just want to eat my goddamn pizza. Well, eat it. You can help the man. You can and help go the to, driver and go to bed. The pizza is <laughs> portable, right? Like you don't need a plate for it. You can literally take it and walk around with it. All right. So need... I'm going to eat the Domino's pizza while I'm talking to the police and the driver. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And make yeah. sure you're eat, eating the pizza with your mouth open and like chewing on it like a horse. Like, I'm um, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, Wouldn't you feel yeah, awkward exactly. in that situation? Not if you're hungry, man. If you got to eat. You got to eat. No. How would you feel in the situation if that happened to you? Are you. I would, I would. If it. If I was the person getting the pizza. Yeah. I would set my pizza down and go help the man. I wouldn't be worried about my pizza eating. You. Why? Why would you not be worried about your pizza eating at that point? I don't know why I said pizza eating either Um, (laughs) because a person's car was jacked like, you know, but it's a material object and I need to eat. (laughs) You you need sustenance from that cheese and dough. I need. Yeah. Uh, Anyways. Uh, Oh, let's see here. Any any final things you want to get to before we wrap it up? Any uh, stories that are on your mind? Mm, no, 
Uh, I think, uh, I think we on. covered a wide range. We always range say of- no. Why don't you throw something out there for once? I always, I always try to oh. wrap it up, and you take that With out. another story? You take it out immediately, like, no, let me get out of here. I have to get out of here fast. I got I got to go. No, you want another story real quick? I, one that like, you Are we covering want? one of yeah. our stories or something in my... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't following it. Maybe yeah. It's a miscommunication between you and I, Eddie. Like, I, I didn't realize you wanted one more story. Well, I'm hoping that maybe we can pull something great out if, at the very end. Like, if there's something in there that I think this show's been great, Eddie. This show has been great. Japan is urging its young people to drink more to boost the economy. Oh. Uh, Why? Yeah. Uh, officials are saying that the population in Japan is aging. It's by far the oldest population yeah. of any country in the world. I've heard that. Yep. And younger people. Yep. And younger people are not drinking as much. So they're coming up with a conte- uh, contest to try to revive drinking. And um, they're asking 20 to 39 year olds to share business ideas to help kickstart demand among peer their peers. So oh, wow. it can be anything. Yeah. Like you can submit anything to try to drum up more drinking of alcohol in Japan. That's fascinating. All right. So anybody from any part of the world could like submit some sort of a business plan I, or idea. I no, I think it's it's dedicated for uh people of Japan. Okay. So that, you gotta live there. That's a weird problem to have. So right? wh- why are well, they trying okay. to get people to drink though? I don't understand. Like why they need more drunks. What's the problem? Because there's a whole industry behind it, right? Like sake, right, is like one of the main alcohol uh consumed there, I assume. Um, you know, it's made from rice. Like, you know, maybe if there's not enough people drinking sake, then the rice, you know, then you got rural farming and like it's a cascade, like it's a domino. If one doesn't go, then none of them go, right? I think so like it's impacting the, the economy. The, the economy. The economy is the problem. The I economy. was getting there in a more fun way, Eddie. Oh, okay, that was fun. Yeah. Domino. That was, that was so much fun. Uh I mean you said dominoes in the last story. Dominoes. I'm saying domino this story. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so my question to you, Eddie, is what would you... What Do you have any ideas that you would like to pitch to help to, promote drinking in Japan from 20 to 39-year-olds for in Japan? Mm. If you live there. Jeez. I don't know. I don't know how to solve that problem. Uh... Oh, I know. Maybe make it so uh, people can work from home or go into the office after noon, Monday through Wednesday or something. I don't know. Mm. How about that? What about what about free or di- heavily discounted Ubers, right? So like if you are drinking, oh, yeah. it's not as hard That's to get one. home. That's a good one. Not public transportation, because if you say free bus ride, like who's going to want to do that? But like discounted like Uber or car services somehow could be a good one. It's interesting that they are having a hard time getting people to drink alcohol. So do they enjoy weed there or is it? uh, I I wonder if what's the vice? What's the vice? Maybe maybe they're not into mind altering 
things. Maybe, Maybe they're still like, yeah. I mean, it's interesting that a country is like promoting um, a vice, right? Like, uh, yeah, like it could be addictive. It, and- it, it goes to shows you how much all this is linked to the economy and enriching people and all that. So, um, yeah, interesting. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. All right. Good luck, Japan, and be careful. We'll be back next time We're on this news to us. Uh, I guess we could go there, Jason, and uh, drink a, a bunch and help them out. Yeah, help the economy. I'm doing this for you guys. Yeah. Let's try that. Okay. Let's do that. No, that's all right. It's going to go with Appreciate it very much. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. And it's a bunch of malarkey. We'll see you next time on It's News to Us. Bye, everybody.